News Digest, 22nd of June 3307. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, corporatists consigned to history. AXI celebrates, but Tharg just won't give up. Sirius makes its mind up. Eventually. Naked protest as Laycon flight suits withdrawn. The corporatist movement has been dealt a mortal blow by the defeat of the Jupiter Division, according to journalist Conrad Sterling. The Jupiter Division, a breakaway division of ship manufacturer Core Dynamics, was set up by its founder and the then Core Dynamics CEO, Jupiter Rochester, at least partly to bring about political change within the Federation. Rochester planned to set up a corporate government to replace the present democratic government, with the Jupiter Division as the leading corporate entity, and presumably with himself as the new supreme leader. The Jupiter Division has fought for its survival twice, once against the Federation in HIP 54530 in February, and earlier this month against its parent company, Core Dynamics, in the Tsautach system. Jupiter Rochester was captured and imprisoned without trial following the war in February, but the division fought on without him following Core Dynamics' intervention. With the writing on the wall for the Jupiter division, many of its corporate sponsors withdrew before the last shot was fired on the 9th of June. With Jupiter Rochester in prison and the Jupiter division dismantled, it seems unlikely that a replacement leadership for the nascent corporatist movement will arise before the few remaining supporters lose hope. In any case, argues Sterling, big business already holds most of the political cards in the Federation. The Anti-Xeno Initiative is celebrating recruiting 10,000 members with a Thargoid heart sale and a four-day battle against the Thargoids. The heart sale is at the Astra's fleet carrier in Kokogina, and although the hearts aren't cheap, if you've ever wanted a bit of genuine Thargoid biology to hang on the wall, but didn't really have the nerve to take on a Thargoid in combat, this is an excellent opportunity to become a proud owner of one of these unusual items. The Fourth Great Hunt is a team-based event where the teams score points for killing Thargoid interceptors and for clearing waves. Only members with the Apollo's Wrath rank are eligible to enter. The event runs for 96 hours from Thursday and vast numbers of Thargoids are expected to be slain. Glory, as they say, to mankind! But despite all the celebrations, the Axias failed to shake the Thargoids from four systems where the Thargoids maintain a marginal presence, and four attacked stations continue to burn in those four systems. Ark's Faith in HR 1183, California Freeport in HIP 1890, Selene Orbital in Atlas, and Donar's Oak in Delphi, which Galnet still insists on calling by its old name. Blyde's sector IR-WD1-55 trips off the tongue. All remain on fire, and all four systems continue to have a modest Thargoid presence, despite all the best efforts of commanders fighting for the Pilots' Federation to dislodge them. In stark contrast to this failure to make progress, the repairs to all stations at which the fires have been put out are expected to be complete by the end of this week.
the Sirius Corporation has been demonstrating that it needs more decisive leadership, following a series of gaffes this week. It plans to make its highly efficient detailed surface scanner available to everyone using the network of human technology brokers, but it's had a lot of trouble deciding on what funding levels it needed and what rewards should be offered. When it started on Thursday, Sirius declared that the initiative needed 16 million tonnes of CMM composites, muon imagers and synthetic reagents in any combination. This was quickly revised upwards to 32 million, before on Friday afternoon it was reduced to 22 million. And until Monday lunchtime, the reward tiers were unusual, with those participants attaining the top 50% being offered a much smaller reward than those who'd only managed to get into the top 75%. But the big prize for those who make the top 75% cut is the free detailed surface scanner, which is better than the most heavily engineered DSS available elsewhere. The jockeying for position among contributors has guaranteed a successful campaign for Sirius, despite its chaotic management of the event. After the relatively lacklustre support for a number of recent initiatives, this campaign by the Sirius Corporation has finally caught the imagination of the commanders of the Pilots' Federation. Members of the Lave Radio team have vowed that they will fly naked until LaveCon flight suits are reinstated. The suits, which feature a flame-wrapped phoenix are granted to those who visit the famed LaveCon convention, something that's been harder to do in recent years, as the event is currently open only to telepresence rather than physical attendance. It is unclear why the flight suits were withdrawn without notice. The Pilots' Federation has not yet commented. The colourful flight suits went missing at the same time as the Pioneer flight suits, which were awarded to the first batch of Odyssey walking about permit holders. Few Odyssey permit holders use their flight suits now that they have access to the Artemis, Maverick and Dominator suits, but apparently it's the principle that matters. The Pilots' Federation is said to be at a high state of alert in the anticipation that Commander Aid Levice may turn up on Founder's World in a state that nature now fervently denies it ever intended. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We visualise the hideous flapping sound as the naked Commander Edelweiss runs down the corridor towards Commander Braben's office. So you don't have to. (laughs) 